Welcome to Cultivating Community in the Guide to Awesomeness podcast, powered by Coldwell Banker Ronan Realty. Join us as we explore how to unleash your inner awesomeness while we uncover the treasures of our communities. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Guide to Awesomeness. In this episode, I am joined by Hollis Inglis, owner of Murphy's Farm Market and Bakery in Alliston, Ontario. Hollis enjoys supporting her team and co-creating exceptional customer experiences and delicious and comforting baked goods. She loves contributing to product design, marketing, and creating the foundations of a thriving culture. Hollis believes kindness and empathy are keys to great leadership, and building genuine connections with others is what life is all about. So welcome, Hollis. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. I really appreciate it. We are so glad that you are here with us today. Can you tell us a bit about you and where you are from? So I am a born and raised Alliston girl. I am a fifth generation family that lives uh, on our farm in Alliston. We have been in the Alliston area for over 100 years. And (laughs) yeah, a pretty long history, certainly uh, in agricultural community for sure. As I mentioned, my parents grew up here, my great-grandparents, my grandparents, and my children now as well. So it is a really uh, big part of our lives and our community being in Alliston. Oh, that's amazing. That was my next question, how long the Murphys have been in the community, so that that is amazing, over 100 years. Growing up on the farm, what is your favorite childhood memory growing up? Even being a parent now kind of makes me reflect a lot about what it was like growing up on the farm. We live in town in Alliston, myself, my husband and children, but they come out to the farm a lot to play. So I see them doing so many of the same things that we did as children. And that just makes me so happy. So I think just being involved in just, I'm going to say just play outside. But the fact that we have our farm, we have a little bit of a forest at the back of the farm. So being able to play in there, my kids have tire swings and stuff that they play on in the back there, which is all so wonderful. I think it was a connectedness, honestly, to what my parents did. They were always often busy in spring and summer and harvest seasons. But I think my favorite memory is being able to participate in that. And whether it was helping drive the tractor or helping move irrigation, or we were grading potatoes or, you know, any of those types of things, doing that with my siblings was always my favorite. Being outdoors is wonderful. It's so good, the fresh air, and it's so great for the kids and the newer generation growing up and being able to have that exploration of the outdoors. A hundred percent. I noticed that you opened the market in the spring of 2010. What challenges did you face opening the market and how did you overcome them? I would say the biggest challenge was, I think, everything. Completely running a a business, which I had not done before. So I graduated from University of Guelph in landscape architecture and then uh, decided that I wanted to return to the farm and work on the bakery side of things and the farm market. So I think the biggest challenge was learning kind of how to build a bakery and scale it. I knew how to bake and have come from generations of bakers uh, in our family. Uh, But scaling that, I think, was the hardest piece. When you want to make 40 raspberry pies instead of one raspberry pie, what does that look like? You know, how do you manage that? So that was kind of the initial challenge, certainly, was kind of learning uh, what the demand was for products and how to scale up our recipes in a way that we could do that efficiently. Amazing. What did you do to overcome that stuff? So I would say the first thing 
as truly we went through is a lot of trial and error. So learning to really be clear with our customers and share with them that this was a new venture was really important. So the kind of way we overcame it, I guess, is to communicate with our customers. So if they came in for a blueberry pie and we were sold out that day, you know, we would let them know that we're just kind of getting the hang of things and learning. So I think we found that customers were really patient with us because they knew that we were starting. And so being really clear was helpful. Lots of trial and error and being able to consult with other people that run bakeries and farm markets in our community, in our network of farm markets across Ontario was really important because they let us know how they're making pastry at a bigger scale and what sorts of equipment they used. And so having a really open, honest uh, relationship with other people in the industry makes a huge difference. Yeah, communication is key in, in running any business. And that's how teams work, being open and honest. Those are great words. Absolutely. <laughs> What's one lesson your job has taught you that you think everybody should learn at some point in their life? <sighs> To trust yourself is the one thing that it's taken me probably over, definitely over a decade to learn because I didn't go to school for business or for any kind of culinary arts or anything to that degree. I sold myself short a lot on my own terms because I felt like I didn't know or I wasn't sure and it's taken, you know, 13 years for me to kind of recognize and trust myself to know that I do know a lot. And I do know how I want the end product to be. I do know how I want people to feel when they come in the store. I do know how I want our staff to feel. And so not questioning myself as much, I guess, in terms of what I know or don't know, is something that I am so grateful. I mean, it's going to be a, a learning curve forever but something that I feel more certain in and that when I ask for things or I express things that we need in the business, that I know that it's coming from a place where I do feel confident in knowing what I, what I need and what I want for myself and for the business. Oh, those are such great, strong words. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, another question I have for you is, what is your favorite thing about what you do? Uh, two things. I thought about this question a bit. Uh, the one is people. I love people. I love our team, our staff. I love the customers that we have. We have so many customers that have been coming since we reopened in 2010 when you know I was the cashier and the baker and all the other things. And now we have a wonderful team. So I think being able to see the growth in our customers whose children were either not born or babies are coming and are, you know, grown up. I love the growth of our team and working with such amazing people that we have in our community. And then I think the other favorite thing is it's a creative outlet for me. So I love designing our packaging. I love working on kind of projects like that where I get to have that sort of creative element to what I do, which is a lot of fun. That does sound like fun. It's always fun having the artistic side and being involved in that aspect of the business. Absolutely. Can you tell us something about yourself or the Murphy's Farm Market and Bakery that most people don't know? One thing that I have done on a personal note in my life is that I went and was with my best friend and my sisters and we ran with the bulls after university, after I had finished my exchange. And it was absolutely terrifying and something I'm glad that I did. 
I would not want to do again or definitely want my children doing, um, certainly. But it was something that not a lot of people know, but I have shared in a couple of talks that I have done recently because it's not a common activity that people have done before. No, and you're honestly the first person I know now that (laughs) has done something that outrageous and terrifying. So that's amazing that you've done something like that. It's definitely an adrenaline rush. For sure. (laughs) What are keys to building a great team? So this is one of the things that is most important to me as a business owner is having a really welcoming and inclusive company culture. Uh, So I think some of the keys to that are obviously leadership and how you individual leadership. So accountability is really important. How I show up and our leadership team shows up for each other and our greater team, we want to make sure that we are accountable for the things that we do, that we say we're going to do and can work collaboratively towards them. I think the other thing that's really important is absolutely empathy and kindness and knowing that work is a huge part of people's life, but there is so much more to people's lives outside of work. And so we always try to be as understanding as possible. You know, a mother who who wants to make it to her son's hockey game, we want to make sure that we can be as flexible as we can. We try to be as understanding to know that life, you know, is lived outside of work. I know that with my own children and we have lots of staff members that do have their own kids and supporting those things that are of important to them outside of work, I think is equally important. And I think the last thing is probably really being clear and honest it can come from a kind place. And that's something that I have learned over a number of years that it's so important to be kind, but it is also the kindest thing that you can do is be clear. I've learned that the hard way in terms of being a better communicator. I would say that I'm a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser. So being able to be as kind (laughs) and clear as I can really makes a difference in the foundation of trust that you can build with your team. It does. And some of our core values, I feel like, would relate with what you just said. One of our core values is inspiring others and leading by example and cultivating community. So those, I feel, kind of tie in with your business as well. They're very important Absolutely. to the business. What values are important to you when you think about the kind of business that you are building? We absolutely are value-centered, I guess, in how we operate both the business from a customer-facing point of view, but also as a staff as well. So one of our most important values is quality. We really want to make sure that we are providing quality experiences, quality products, whether it's something that we have purchased locally or something that we have made ourselves. So quality is of utmost importance. We also have leadership that is one of our values as well, which incorporates the things kind of I just shared about honesty, integrity, all of that. Um, We have an acronym, actually, and it's called CLICK. So it's Q-L-I is for imagination and just that element of creativity and what we do. C is for community and how we show up for each other as a team, how we show up in our community. And then K is kindness. And that is kind of encompasses some of the other things that I have shared as well. Oh, that's beautiful. Going with what you just said about quality in your baked goods and quality of everything at your market, what is one of your favorite baked goods from your market? Such a great question, Sarah. And it really depends on the season. 
So I'm going to say we are in spring. So my favorite spring thing is our rhubarb pie. Not many bakeries do a plain rhubarb pie. Lots do a strawberry rhubarb, which we do as well later in June. But our rhubarb pie is my ultimate favorite spring pie because it's a little bit tart and not super sweet. So I absolutely love that. I actually am loving your pecan butter crunch oh, when that comes out. Yes. That's one of my favorites. And your chocolate cream pie. And I know right now with the spring, you have the one with mini eggs in it right now. Absolutely. We did for Easter. I love chocolate. <laughs> we are big chocolate fans here as well. So absolutely at Christmas, the butter crunch you mentioned, we carry and make at that time of year. And it's super special. And the uh, chocolate cream pie with the mini eggs has been a huge hit. We just had Easter and it was um, wildly uh, popular that weekend as well. Well, before we go, I'd like to ask you some questions that we ask all of our guests here on our podcast. Uh, what is one thing that every person should do if they visit our community? Am I allowed to say visit Murphy's? I would love for them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> to pick up a baked good. One of the best parts of what we do in our community is the amount of wonderful entrepreneurs we have in the community and the wonderful whether you're at any point in Alston or walking down the main street, you know, there are so many shops that you can pop into and the people are just so welcoming and do really different things that really create such a wonderful environment. So I love doing that. I love the path by Riverdale. I walk with my children to the park often. Uh, and so it's great that we have that sort of accessibility in town to be able to get to some of our favorite places. Yeah, and that kind of ties in with my next question about what makes our community feel like home. I'm probably at a bit of an advantage being a fifth generation Alliston girl. So I feel like I know <laughs> everyone <laughs> or lots of people that I come into contact with. If I don't know them, I likely know someone that they know or they know someone that I know. So it feels like home to me because I never go very far without uh, a connection of some sort and having someone like I said, that knows somebody, which is always wonderful. But I think even if you are new to the community and perhaps, you know, haven't been here for five generations, you still feel that element of small town warmth, a lot, like I said, of independent entrepreneurs that provide a wonderful experience for people with their businesses and having the, like I said, the paths, the parks, those kinds of things, that network of space where I always feel safe and comfortable with our kids. And I grew up on a farm, obviously here, and I live in town. And so sometimes it surprised me, I guess, how much I love living in town, because I thought I would want, you know, the farm in the space. But I love having the best of both worlds, getting to be at the farm and then at our home in town. Yes, I could totally agree with you. I'm in town as well. But we have family that's out of town and in the country and the farm life, getting the mix of both is definitely great. And we're literally in a town, a rural town, so you have all of that around you. <laughs> Absolutely accessible at all times. And if you could write a chapter in the Guide to Awesomeness, what would the title be? Oh, the title would be Community Deliciousness and Delight. Because Oh, I love that. <laughs> because I think that so much about what we do is food oriented and experience. But I also think that so much of what we do as a business and what this community does is really delight you. And going into the spring, it's just so great to have that 
weather that feels delightful, you know, the flowers, all that good stuff. Well, Hollis, thank you so much for joining us here today. What can people expect from Murphy's Farm and Bakery next? So as mentioned, we are heading into spring. So we will be opening our fun farmyard play area at the farm in May and welcoming the Simcoe Makers Market. So we have craft show that we run the last Sunday of every month. The first one is kicking off on May the 28th and it runs all the way through until October. So it's lots of local vendors come, which is wonderful. I get to experience the farm and lots of different uh, artisanal crafters, which is great. And then in the bakery, our pie in May will be the rhubarb pie that I mentioned earlier, which is great. Uh, Fresh asparagus and our asparagus cheddar bread, which is our most popular bread in May. That is delicious. I am not going to lie. I bought it lots (laughs) last year. Even the kids loved it. Amazing. How can listeners support you and your work at Murphy's Farm? Well, they're welcome to come by and shop. So we are open seven days a week, uh, 9 till 7 p.m. at the farm. And then we also have our online uh, store as well and where we ship and not all of the baked goods that we do, but a good selection of our uh, products online uh, as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. Thank you for joining me for another awesome episode. Whether you're already on the road to awesomeness or just starting out, be sure to join us next time for a dose of motivation, education, and entertainment.